That's what I say. It took some effort on Hilger's part not to grimace. Demir, whose back was to the speaker, evinced slightly less facial control. Hilger looked up and observed the man for a moment. He was standing apart from the rest of them, leaning against the wall by the window while the others sat across from each other on the room's twin beds. No one responded to his comment. Even pointing out its vapidity would have been more engagement than any of them seemed willing to grant him. The man liked to refer to himself as Drano, and Hilger hadn't liked that from the start. Nicknames bestowed by comrades were an honor. If you tried to invent one for yourself, it was a joke, a sign of narcissism and an underlying lack of confidence. Hilger had known better at the time, but he'd lost so many men in the last two years that he'd ignored the warning from his gut as he went about restaffing. The guy had come highly recommended, true. Former Navy SEAL, combat duty in Afghanistan. But that kind of background was merely necessary, and not always sufficient, for what Hilger demanded of his men. Anyway, even among SEALs there was an occasional loser. Apparently it had been Hilger's bad luck to come across one of them. The man to Demir's left rotated his bald head, breaking the silence by cracking the joints in his neck. Better to wait, he said, looking first at Demir, then at Hilger, and ignoring Drano completely. His villa would be convenient, sure, but it's no coincidence he built the place in the middle of all those rice paddies. You know how long it'll take us to slog all the way through to his house? If he's got sensors deployed and sees us coming, they'll turn us into fertilizer one at a time. And I don't want to go on that zigzagging little access road, either. He knows that's the only approach. He's got to have it rigged. And trying to set up there while he's gone would be worse. I guarantee you he's got layered systems that would warn him. Better to take him on unfamiliar ground. The downside is more potential witnesses and the other risks you get rendering someone in public. But overall, our odds are better. The man's name was Frank Garza, but he was known in Hilger's organization as Pancho, the name given him by his Mexican mother. While Demir had a deceptively placid exterior, Pancho tended to radiate a not-to-be-fucked-with aura he had a hard time concealing. A former all-marine boxing champion, he also had a fourth-degree black belt in Kenpo. One night, he and Demir had gotten into a sparring match that had started out playful and then become serious. To Hilger, it had been like watching an irresistible force and an immovable object. If Hilger hadn't stopped it, the two of them might have crippled each other and destroyed a hotel room in the process. The question is, how much time do we have? The fifth man said, leafing through the photographs. That town he lives in, Ubud, isn't exactly huge, so sooner or later he'll wind up where we want him. But if we need to move fast, we have to go where we know he'll be. Right now, that means the villa. The man's name was Guthrie. His boyish good looks had made for excellent cover during his service as a federal air marshal, and the training he'd received then, along with ferocious natural ability, made him their best combat shooter. Unlike Demir and Poncho, he was no martial artist, but nor did he believe in fighting, preferring to settle disputes amicably with the Wilson Combat 45 he carried in a belly band under an untucked shirt. Hilger nodded, considering. There was a lot he hadn't told them yet. They all hailed from careers in need-to-know environments and understood his reticence. But maybe he had given them too little. 
At this point, keeping them in the dark made them unable to properly weigh the costs and benefits to plan effectively. Yes, he decided. They needed to understand, if not the full picture, then at least a larger part of it. You're all being too cautious, Drano said, still leaning against the wall and looking down on them as though bored or in judgment. Hildjer looked up, liking neither the man's tone nor his choice of your instead of we're. The other men glanced at one another. Their expressions were too subtle to be called disgusted, but Hildjer knew disgust was what they felt. This was hardly the first time Drano had insisted on offering his unsolicited and useless expertise, and they were sick of his weak bullshit. The man had been a mistake, and if Hildjer didn't deal with it soon, his men would rightly judge him for it. Really?